Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of The Christian Intellectual. I am Stephanie, your host, and today pretty much I wanted to kind of just deal with maturation. Um, I've been thinking about this topic for a couple of, uh, what, weeks, and um, I just wanted to make sure that we address a, a few things that maybe not have been um, addressed or haven't been addressed. Um, so I want to make sure that we address those with this podcast. So I want to just jump right in and talk about like the principles and the things that I believe um, should be involved in a Christian intellectual's life or lifestyle. Um, and just to like give like a little background in regards to like what I think um, an intellectual should be doing as they mature um, is that they should be uh, increasing in wisdom, they should be increasing in wit, and they should also be increasing in foreknowledge um, um, of, of future and, and, and what they uh, perceive um, um, their goals to be or what they perceive uh, their future aspirations to be in life, um, even as walking, when they're walking with God. Um, that walk should not be an individual walk, just going to seek the Lord, but it should involve a plan. And the Bible even talks about how, um, as that a man establishes, um, uh, it gets, gathers a plan, but that the Lord will um, allow that plan to be established. So, the, so you get the plan, but the Lord will establish it. And I'm a firm believer in that. And I do believe that as intellectuals, um, we have to establish, we have to develop the plan and the Lord, then when we give it to him, he will establish it. So I just have like three points that I want to deal with quickly about maturation and like the, um, the maturity of an intellectual. And I think that the first point, um, would be that you are not the person you will be. And we're taught that all the time that you're, we are always evolving, that we're all change, always changing. And as an intellectual, you take responsibility for how you change and you make sure that that change is progressive and not degressive. So, um, that could be as simple as like um, making progressive steps towards your goals or making progressive steps towards your thought life or making progressive steps towards um, individual financial progress. So it could it could mean a variety of things that you are monitoring yourself on and, and watching the progress in those things. Um, and, and you you set your own template pretty much on the progress. And sometimes you might have a mentor that sets those templates as well, but it has to be set and you monitor those things. Um, and you give yourself, um, the opportunity to grow in those areas. And that leads me to my second point is that you must give yourself time to grow. Like immaturity is something that we cannot avoid. You're going to be immature or a novice in something, but don't be dis dis discouraged in the novice season, but prepare yourself and learn as much as you can because novice seasons are required. They're, they're required and they must happen because before you can reach maturity, you must be a novice. Before you can reach the levels that you want to achieve, you got to start somewhere and crawl uh, before you walk. So 
that's the second point is that um, as we are reaching toward maceration and we're reaching toward this to being in mature intellectuals that we have to give ourselves time to grow. The third point is that your intellect intellect is only as strong as your experience. And I think that I was thinking about how um, I've developed over time. And I think that everything that I experienced has been a contrib- contributed in some way to my overall maturation and my overall um, intellectual uh, makeup. It's It's been a part of what I've experienced. And it's also allowed me to allow character to be um, intermingled with my maturity and with my the maturity of my intellect. So you gotta, and these things are, they can come by themselves. You can be very intelligent and have no character. Um, and I've seen that before. And that's not the best thing because you have to go back and experience. Uh, and then you can add, and then some people never experience. And then that's a problem as well. But I think that when the intellect is mingled with great character, it's just it's just the best is like ice cream and cake. Okay. And then also I believe that your experience must impact, um, your intellect. Like you must make sure that your intellect is fully involved in your experience. And I say that because sometimes we can experience and we can, um, blindly experience and not take full advantage of the experience. And then that experience, um, it it did the point, it did the, did the job, the job of the experience was to experience. But when you involve your intellect into the experience, and I'm going to explain that briefly, what I mean about involving your intellect into the experience, it's like you allow all parts of you to learn from the experience. And I gave, uh, I'm going to give you just a few points on how you can involve your intellect in the experience. The first thing is to be patient um, and allow patience to have its perfect work in you. And in patience, there is this observant um, component of patience where you can observe and you can evaluate and you can, um, absorb and you can experience the moment in, 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 in the, in patience. And, and it brings this level of, um, intellect, this, this level of, um, education to you that you can only learn through patience and experience. And that's, uh, one of the things that I think that that's how you can involve your intellect is just allowing yourself to be patient and not rushing through experiences. The second point, um, that I think will really help you And it helped me a lot is rest. Sometimes like I'll be at like a a pinnacle or at at a point where I want to solve the problem. I want to get to the solution. I want to find the results. But that day was not for me to find the solution. And that day, in that moment, in that time, it wasn't for me to find the solution. So I had to give give it up and rest and rest my mind and rest my emotions and whatever else was involved um, 
And after I woke up and I looked at it again, I could find the solution. And I think I think sometimes that's the thing, too, is that when involving your intellect, meaning it also means to rest the brain and give it time to recoup, give it time to refresh and then when you are alert, more alert, and in, in even the next day, sometimes I would come back to a little a problem or a situation. I would look at it again and I would see it totally different because I allowed my mind to rest. Um, and a lot of people sometimes say, well, you sleep, uh, you know, you may get, I don't know, the Lord talks to you or something, but I don't get a lot of that. But um, I allow my mind when I allow my mind to rest and I come back and look at the situation, it always looks different. And most of the time I find the solution. And the third one is um, allow is research. Of course, it's just to, um, and until and and search until you find the solution. I'll say that again, that you would research and you'll search until you find the solution. And sometimes you might be in. Um, an experience that you might have to search for months, you might have to search for weeks, you might have to get some some consulting, you might have to get some counseling, you might have to get input from other people. But in all of those components, there is a searching mechanism going on in the brain and, and, and it's activating this component called critical thinking. And you are evolving as you think and as you attempt to solve the problem your brain is growing and developing and, and the neurons are connecting and things are on signals are, are going back and forth to the left and the right side of the brain. And, uh, and quite frankly, what's going on is you're growing and you're maturing and, and you're, you're experiencing this intellectual maturation, um, that has to take place. And, and I will say that don't resist it, you know, allow yourself to press into solving different difficult situations or hard tasks and um, difficult problems um, because it is growing you and you're, it's growing your intellect and your um and, and, and growing you as a person and the, and, and, and even at your, your um, intellectual maturation is increasing. Um, the last thing I will say, and I always wanted to add like something biblical um, into our little podcast because um, so I was looking at the prophet Daniel and how he was brought into uh, the the king's palace at a very young age. And I was looking at his journey and I'm just going to deal with like the first portion of his journey of how um, how his wisdom and his intellect brought him um, into these uh, arenas that prepared, we're ultimately preparing him to serve the king. And I think that with, um, uh, maturation with intellectual maturation, we, we have that opportunity to prepare ourselves to be placed in these situations in, in, in opportunity, I'm not opportunities, but in be placed into, arenas and venues and events and before men that are kings or that are as kings 
um, when we have prepared ourselves in such a way, um, and, and even Daniel was 10 times wiser than the people and his peers. And I think that when we allow the, the complete maturation of, uh, of the intellect, of our intellect to be uh, developed, then we too would be prepared and would be ready to um, entertain kings and to be before these large um, platforms and um, be ready to uh, be 10 times wiser and 10 times smarter um, there on our opponents. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Christian Intellectual.